Welcome to episode 475 of Fly Away. Over the past few years, we've been reminded time and again how much the world relies on travel. From supporting local economies to learning about new cultures, the experience that travel provides helps to make our world smaller and brings us closer together. Here at Outlander Travel, we've been proud to be a small part of bringing that to you through our weekly podcast. My name is George, and this week I'm joined by fellow Outlander Travel agents Sandy and Donna. We're also happy to welcome back to the podcast Stacy from Outlander Travel. Woo! <laughs> it's a pleasure to be back. Recently, several of our agents visited Aruba on a cruise, but Stacy was lucky enough to go back and really take some time to get to know the island on vacation, and she's here to tell us all about it. So let's get started. I'm excited for this episode because I'm going to be in Aruba next month and I've never been there, so I can get some tips on where to go feast while I'm in town. <laughs> Because food's that. always number one on the list. Well, we, um, we so, yeah. so how long were you? did you stay in Aruba? We were in Aruba for a week. So we stayed seven nights. Wow. That would be nice. And the weather was good the whole time? Absolutely amazing the whole time. Um, <laughs> rarely rains there. Although I will say the last time we were there, we had the rain and clouds. But this time it was typical Aruba weather, like, you know, in the... Um, well, I, I'd say high 80s. Usually it's about mid 80s. It was actually a little warmer than normal. Um, but somebody told us this was the warm, warm period. And this was in October? It was. We went from October the 8th through the 15th. Okay, great. So Aruba's known for their beaches. So let's start off with some beaches. Um, why don't you just tell us a little bit about which beach you went to and what your thoughts were? Okay, sure. So we tried to um, visit as many beaches as we could. And one of the goals was um, to go back to our favorites, but then also try a few new ones. So um, Arashi Beach, which is not far from Palm Beach. Palm Beach is uh, the one with the high-rise hotels. Um, so a little further north of Palm Beach, it's called Arashi Beach. We went there first. It was really nice. You know, you get your white sand, beautiful blue water, but um, we had never been there. There, um, there are facilities at this beach. There was a snack bar um, and a bar. Um, you know, we had plenty of buckets of beer. Nice. <laughs> you could um, rent umbrellas and chairs there. But there were also palapas there that are public palapas. So they're first come, first serve. And we actually showed up. Wow. There was one available. So we just kind of... Um, put all our stuff under it, and um, they're, they're, they are set back from the water a bit, but we didn't mind. And um, uh, then we just we just kind of went out in the water and enjoyed it and um, stayed there for several hours, and it was amazing. Um, also, I noticed while I was there, um, of course, you know, being the travel agent in me, uh, we kept seeing a bus come around, like a city bus. And so I, I was paying attention. It looks like they must provide a bus from the hotel zone. So, you know, around the Palm Beach area uh, to Arashi Beach. So that's something that um, if you're don't have a car. I don't think you'd want to walk to Arashi Beach, but if you don't have a car, don't want to rent a car, but want to head out there, um, of course, you could always take a taxi, but it's probably, you know, these public buses probably are like, um, you know, just a couple dollars, I imagine. Probably yeah. not much at all. But the and hotels. Yeah. Go ahead. 
I was just say, I bet the hotels could tell you too where the schedule is and you know what um, where the stops are. But it stopped right at the beach, so that was amazing. So you you guys had a car though, right? Did you? Rent we a car? did, yeah. We rented cars since we were there so long, and we we had a lot of plans to visit all over the island. We did rent cars. So I should probably tell you, like we were a group of ten people too, so we had oh. a, a minivan. Oh, okay. Yeah, we had a minivan and a, another car. So we had two cars. Now, these beaches are on the leeward side of the island, right? They're on the west. So I'm guessing the beaches are pretty calm and no big yes, waves. No big waves. They're very calm. Um, so for families, they yeah. would be amazing, especially for the young ones. You, you know, you don't have to worry about the waves. Um, this particular beach was not very rocky, but um, some of them I would probably recommend bringing water shoes because there are um, like some pieces of um, coral and things like that in the sand. So water shoes might be helpful, especially if you have sensitive feet. Um, cool. So this, the, yeah. Next one looks like Eagle Beach, which is one that I've heard of. So yeah, so Eagle Beach, very famous beach, and it's um, where um, mostly like low-rise hotels are, and um, it um, again white sand, beautiful blue water. Uh, we went there, hang out, and um, we're hanging out there for a while. Um, very calm. There's a couple, um, there's a restaurant right on the beach at Eagle Beach where you can have um, snacks, you can have drinks, which we did both. <laughs> and um, then um, later, we actually went back to Eagle Beach later in the week for birthday celebration in eight at a restaurant called Passions on the Beach. And um, they set the tables right up on the beach your you know feet are in the sand um you watch a gorgeous sunset and um of course then you can see like the the sunset cruises going back and forth uh, it's just very relaxing um very calm but uh, delicious very good food it was a lot of fun we went to um Palm Beach, of course, I said that's where the high rises were. And but you can participate in a lot of water sports at Palm Beach. And it's um, I would say probably the beach that had the most people, most active. Um, there's a boardwalk that goes up and down that beach um, behind the beach, but like in front of the hotels. So if you're staying at one of the hotels on that beach, you can just walk. Um, between the hotels and um, restaurants, things like that. Uh, so that was also an amazing is, beach. Is that where the Marriott is? The Marriott is on Palm Beach, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's where that's we were. Right. At the, yeah, I remember it being so, I, I remember thinking this is so walkable. And Amy even said, because she stayed there the night before, if you listen to the podcast about her forgetting her passport. <laughs> Um, but, um, yeah. And she was saying she felt totally safe walking around there too. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's, um, yeah. And there's so many people around, so you feel, yeah, you definitely feel safe. Um, but like during the daytime, it's, um, there are a lot of water sports, um, like, uh, businesses. So you have your pick of, you know, catamarans or jet skis or, uh, parasailing, which I did for the first time this trip. I was so wow. excited about that. Um, <laughs> so you didn't end up on America's Funniest Videos? Or <laughs> like well, not that I know of. 
As long as you didn't face plant into the ocean or a tree. (laughs) No, it was actually a very, very pleasant experience. It was very amazing. Actually, you get up there and it's just so calm. And I did it with a friend. So we were tandem side by side. And you actually get up there and it's quiet. Um, but you can just see forever. Like we could see all the way to the other side of the island, you know, cause we were, that part of the island's pretty thin. So, you, you know, it's not, um, but we could see, you know, all the way across to the other side of the island. It was amazing. What's it like coming down? <laughs> um, it's very slow, like gradual, like they gradually get you lower and lower. And then like right at the end, you kind of like dip into the water. And then they bring you back up and then like, really, you just land and sit on the back of the boat again. That's how you took off. And then that's how you land. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Maybe I was a little worried about that. I was worried about (laughs) thrown into the ocean. or something. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Um, um, We uh, then some of the new beaches I went to one was called, um, Tres Trape Beach, and I hope I'm saying that right. It literally, I think, means three stairs. And um, you do, you take three stairs to get down into the water. Um, It's not really a sandy beach there. It's all rocks. So you go down these little steps. But we were told that if you wanted to definitely see some sea turtles, that they hang out there in the morning. So we got up and got out there by about 8 a.m., and we were snorkeling and like right away we saw four sea turtles. Wow. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, it was so amazing. And then um, I'd say all together, like we kind of spread out between all of us. We kind of counted and we think there were probably at least eight turtles out there in this one kind of small area. And in fact, one of my friends has a great video. She like the turtle was so close to her and was like swimming up to the surface to take a breath. And she kind of was just like swimming up with it. It was just amazing. Um, I snorkel from the top. I don't dive down. So I just like, you know, I was able to see them chomping on the seagrass. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, it was a highlight for sure. And I Mm. highly recommend if you have a chance and you have a car to, to get out there um, to go it again it wasn't very far from Palm Beach you could probably easily take a taxi if you were staying at Palm Beach or Eagle Beach um, get out there early and then just yeah put your snorkel gear on and just walk off you know walk down the steps into the water did you guys probably, have did you take your own snorkel stuff with you we did mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so that's like a free thing Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely for free. Yeah. That's cool. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. And um, like I said, the turtles were just so chill, like eating, and (laughs) so Mm -hmm. it's fun. Um, The other beach we went to was called, and I hope I'm saying this one right, also, but is the Mango Holta Beach, and it is not far from um, Aranjastad, and it. was more, I would say it to me seemed like more of a local vibe because we saw a lot of people there. I mean, not crowded by any means, but definitely could tell like it was some like young kids and um, families that um, seemed more um, local hanging out for the day. Um, but great snorkeling off the beach. Like you don't have to be on a boat, just walk right out to the water. Um, so it was great snorkeling. But the thing that really 
caught my attention about this beach was that it also has mangroves where if you don't know much about Aruba, it's an, um, it's a desert Island. They're not, you know, there are trees, but not a lot of trees. So when we got to this beach and I saw all those mangrove trees, it was just like, it seemed like we were not in Aruba almost. It seemed like we were on another Island somewhere. That's cool. Yeah. Very, um, very beautiful wide beach there. It was just, um, really nice. Um, then the last beach we went to was um, Baby Beach, which we had been to once before and is at the very like opposite end of if you're familiar with where the lighthouse is on one side of the island. It's like totally opposite side. Um, it takes probably about 45 minutes to drive there from Palm Beach area or Nord where we were staying. Um, Baby Beach has a couple of restaurants so you can get food, you can get you know, beverages, beers, drinks, uh, they will rent you chairs, but they'll also rent these shade cabanas. So we got a couple of the cabanas to rent. And uh, again, the water's very calm, no waves because it's protected like a little cove. And so you could just sit out there for hours and, um, yeah, very shallow pools to one side that even the, you know, kids could play around in. And, uh, of course, you know, all of them very sunny. You, you definitely, if you are a shade person, you would definitely either want to um, bring your own umbrella or rent a cabana for the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a great big, it looks like a big half moon shaped cove yeah, that's is. mostly yep. protected. Yeah, that would be mm -hmm. great. And one of the restaurants was actually new um, within the last few years because it wasn't there the last time we visited. Um, and it was called, oh, I'm going to get the name wrong. Sorry. I think it was called Rum, Rum Reef, Reef, Rum Reef. Rum Reef. Uh, it has a pool. And uh, I, I, some of our group went. I did not go. I stayed at the beach, but some of them went over there to take a look. But it had a restaurant, bar, and it actually has like a small infinity pool there that you can um, take, you know, with your, when you purchase food and stuff, you can, it, it includes getting to go into the pool. Oh, neat. Yeah. So that's, cool. um, that's I mean, I know that's only like, what, six beaches out of tons of beaches on Aruba. <laughs> but <laughs> but you, I, you mean in a week you didn't get to every single one I of know, them? No, I did not. I tried. I tried. Oh. <laughs> Do you know where it is that you see the flamingos? I know it's like some hotel has an island or something, right? Mm -hmm. The uh, Renaissance. The Renaissance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, we did not see the flamingos there. Mm -hmm. but, I, we didn't go to that beach or that that resort so okay you didn't see them yeah it's right yeah. off the coast from the airport literally yeah mm -hmm. we did pass it um well i know we're gonna talk about some of the activities i got to do while i was there but we one of the activities was a private uh catamaran tour and when we were on our catamaran we met it up north the airport and so when we were um heading south towards uh let's say like towards palm beach we saw the island but didn't see the flamingos yeah because they get up and fly away right <laughs> <laughs> I think yes they do see there. there i don't think they can fly 
Oh, yes, they can fly. Oh, can they? <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. What keeps them on the island then? Uh, they're Food. probably extremely well fed. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Well, talking about food, you'll be well fed in Aruba. Oh, can I can I share some food with you guys? Oh, yeah, please, please. Do. Okay, good. good. Um, I mean, I know one thing. As travel agents, we also get asked a lot about Aruba and you know all inclusives, and they they don't have a lot there. But we tell them a lot of times that the food is so good, and so I wanted to kind of test that theory. And so um, my goal was to try to eat um, some local cuisine. And I think I succeeded. We started out uh, visiting a place that we have visited, I think, almost maybe it's every time we've gone, even from the cruise ship, which I actually have a funny story. (laughs) We one time when we got off our cruise, um, we got into a taxi and we told the gentleman where we wanted to go. And he's, it was um, Linda's uh, Dutch Pancake House. And he just like looked at us and he was laughing. He's like, I've never taken a passenger off a cruise ship and they wanted to go eat more food. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he was expecting that. But um, we actually um, found Linda's, I guess, um, one of our trips. And so if you're not familiar with Dutch pancakes, they're a little bit like... um, they look like a pizza. They were, you know, round and flat, but the the base is like almost like a crepe, but they don't fold them. So they will. Um, you can get like savory. You can get sweet. Um, like for example, it's strawberry with whipped cream. Or we had one that um, had uh, egg, uh, bacon, cheese. Um, somebody else got uh, apple with um, with whipped apple cream. and bacon is my favorite. Ooh, I wish we would have tried that. There now, there's a brie with walnut. That one was good, um, but I mean, really, they're big enough that I mean, I couldn't finish mine on its own. It's like, think of it's the size of like a really big dinner plate. Um, so it's they're nice to share. So if you and a friend both want to try a little bit of each one, you could you know each get a different one and split them in half and. And try them. So, so we went to Linda's, and that's the one that we've always gone to and enjoyed. But the last day we were there, we wanted to go back to Linda's and have pancakes again, but it was closed. So we uh, we ended up at Diana's, which is also one that a lot of people will visit, and it's actually um, kind of a landmark. It's in the um, at the windmill. And if you go to Aruba, you'll see that windmill in Aranjastad or nearby. And um, so anyway, we um, we ate there. They were both very good, but they are different. I will say um, one, like the ones at Diana's was a little thinner, like the, the base was a little thinner, but um, both delicious. Um, we arranged a private chef one night. We had done this the last time we were there, and so it was fun to do that again. So if you have a big group, uh, if you happen to be staying somewhere where you have a kitchen, um, it was fun to have the chef come in or prepare um, like a four-course meal for us with wine pairings, and that was um, amazing and delicious. Um There's also, uh, I think I talked a little bit about Passions on the Beach, where we went for um, special sunset dinner. Um, But then some of the local places we tried were um, 
Another favorite of ours is called Cafe, and we always called it Cafe 080. But when we were talking to some of the locals, they were like, oh, Cafe 080. So I'm, I guess that's the way the locals say it um, instead of saying each number. But it has um, got some traditional like um, food from the Netherlands almost to a little bit of Ooh. almost like a German um, uh, to it as well. Um, but we go, um, a lot of us love to order the fish and chips there, actually. They're so good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the, the, the two owners who live in Aruba, I think, are originally from the Netherlands. So it's it's interesting. It's outdoor seating, very laid back, casual. We had um, buckets and buckets of of beer, uh, local beers, uh, <laughs> both the Chill and the Balashi are the two local brands. Um, we actually ate there twice while we were there. And this looks like um, it's really inland, huh? It's not anywhere near the it shore. Is, yeah, it is not right on the beach. So again, you're not. It's not like you're going to get. Um, you get tourists there, I believe, but it's it's also a local place. It's not right on the beach so that, you know, anybody, you, you have to kind of go looking for it. If you're kind of looking for a local place to eat, um, it's definitely worth seeking it out. And again, the prices aren't horrible. I mean, very reasonable prices. No, nowhere, um, besides our special dinner on the beach, nowhere we ate was very expensive. Um, so the, I'm, uh, I'm curious because yeah. I know you've been several times. Um, when we were there uh, in August, um, we went up. To, I went up to the lighthouse, and there's a really beautiful restaurant called Faro California. Have you ever been there? I've not eaten there. I've heard of it, um, but we have not eaten there. Okay. Yeah, I, I've heard it's got good reviews, though. That's what I heard. So. So what's the What's the sugar garden one? So it's a, um, a small bistro. It's also um, um, like Dutch food, Dutch influence. And it is in a very old, like one of the oldest parts of Aranjestad. It, um, uh, like the, the restaurant itself is in like an old home. And then there's a garden in the back. Beautiful. It was a little um, hot to sit out there for lunch, and that's when we went. But um, beautiful garden with uh, tables that you can sit out there. It seems to be a very popular spot. And um, we had some of the best Dutch apple pie there. So good. Yeah. yeah. And then um, we all ordered different things, but the quiche I had was so amazing. It was really good. Um, people were very nice. Uh, I have to say um, service was great. Um, I, actually, at all the places, great service. Um, another I one see we they did, do royal high tea. Oh, they do. And I hear that you should also make reservations uh, for that if you want to do it. Okay. Um, one day we um, wanted to go to the Cafe 080. I said it was um, closed and we didn't know, but we really wanted to try something local. So we kind of did a little digging and we found the one, this one place called um, Pika's Corner. And it was a Rubian food. So we decided to give it a try. 
So we went there, and again, it's not on the beach. It's a little further out, and um, very authentic, local. The food was amazing. <laughs> they served like um, different types of meat, kind of like on a skewer that had been grilled. Um, burgers, fries, um, fish. And then um, I had something called a Reuben pancakes that almost seemed like um, they were like fried French toast sticks almost. And then they um, um, had like a, a dipping sauce and um, they were, I, I don't even know how to describe them, but they were amazing. I, I would definitely go back there. Um, so if you get a chance to go there. Um, it looks, you know, doesn't look like a whole lot from the outside. Um, you walk in and it's kind of eclectic, um, very laid back, not fancy. Um, prices were very good and service was great. They were so friendly and helped us, you know, with the menu and all the questions we had. That was really great. And then um, there was this um, bakery, again, not on the beach. It was kind of closer to where our, um, our house was that we went to a couple of times to get um, pastries and um, just amazing cookies, um, like rolls, um, danishes. But then it was also like a, um, gosh, I don't know, like, uh, like a locals might go there for, um, uh, had a, like almost a deli kind of area. Mm -hmm. Also coffees, like a little coffee where they could order their coffees. And the first day we went there, we ran into a gentleman who was from the United States, but lived in Aruba. And he said, I come here every morning to get the breakfast sandwiches. And he goes, you have to try them. They're so good. So we went back two times to get breakfast sandwiches while we were there. And he was right. They were, they were really good. Um, a little interesting because their breakfast sandwich was served with, um, with like egg, you could get it with ham, bacon, cheese, um, but they put lettuce and tomato on them, which I thought was interesting for a breakfast sandwich, but um, but it worked and it was good. <laughs> uh, and of course the bread was fresh because they were baking it right there. Um, we went in one time to get some sweets and I was eyeing up the bread pudding and they had a big old piece of it. And um, the lady in front of me, though, ordered the whole thing. I mean, she was like, I'll take the rest of that. I was like, oh, dang, just <laughs> missed it. Um, so uh, and donuts like they had like donuts as well. And um, again, it was, uh, the, the people who owned it, um, I think they were um, like Hispanic or um, maybe from South America, Venezuela, they seemed um, not to be like speaking the, the native language, but more like speaking Spanish. So um, I'm looking I at their menu. It, it's pretty good. And their prices are really reasonable. Do you know how to pronounce it, George? I was going to try to pronounce it, but I assume it's Bugalo. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, that's another one we went to. Oh. I'm sorry. And I was thinking of the bakery. <laughs> I thought that's, that's the one okay. we were talking about. <laughs> that's okay. No, the bakery is called, okay. Is well, yeah. Panaderia? Pastelaria? Pastelaria del Campo. Okay. Yeah. I had to, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I know I'm not pronouncing it correct, but um, mm -hmm. 
I highly would recommend that one as well. Now, the Bugalo, though, at the De Palm Pier, I would say that was probably that one and the Passions were probably the two most um, touristy restaurants we ate at. It's um, Bugalo was on the De Palm Pier, which is right at um, Eagle Beach. No, I'm sorry, at Palm Beach. Um, it's between the Rio and the Hilton. So, um, you know, you kind of can go between those two hotels and walk out and it's off on the pier. One night we were just, you know, we just wanted some live music, wanted to go um, eat, just grill, you know, at a grill, have some beers. Um, so they were, the live music was playing, people dancing. Um, so kind of your, uh, you know, typical, I guess, what you think of your beach, beach bar and grill. Mm-hmm. You know, all outdoor seating covered, but outdoor crowded. A lot of people were there. Um, the band was good, and they played for a long time. And um, yeah, we really enjoyed that night. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so would so you I say think- would you say it lives up to the reputation that you want to definitely oh, go out and eat the food? Yes, I would. Yeah. I would highly recommend not being um, shy about getting out a little and exploring if you have a car or even if you look up a few places and then take a taxi there. Um, Taxis are easy to take in Aruba. So, um, and they're not that expensive if you're not going that far. All the places I mentioned, like I said, they weren't on the beach, but they weren't far either. I mean, Mm Aruba is not huge, but it's not like you're going out to Baby Beach where it would have been like a 45-minute drive. We're talking like maybe you know, a seven minute car ride from the hotels. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Definitely worth getting out and checking them out, you know, getting away maybe from the touristy restaurants right along the hotels, um, right on that main strip across from the high rise hotels. If you want to try something a little more authentic, well, I should say, you know, we did eat at a restaurant. I, I forgot to mention this one. <laughs> we wanted to try out a brewery and um, get there. And basically they told us they were out of beer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. Well, one of the people with us was like, that was their thing. They're like, oh, a brewery. Let's go try it. And they do brew their own beer, but they had had a beer festival the day before. And so they had sold all of their own beer. The beer they served that um, night was just, you know, like um, something on tap that was not their own um, I can't even remember. It's like some national brand, but um, so anyway, that uh, you know, I don't want to say it was disappointing because I don't know what their beer. It could have been great. It was disappointing for us because we didn't get to taste the beer. So yeah, um, yeah, that was that was that was maybe the only disappointment as far as the food goes. Um. We did stay in because we were in a house. Of course, we could cook. I think we cooked like one night. Um, And I think we've mentioned this maybe on other podcasts, but there is great like modern grocery stores with, um, your you know, products you would recognize. You know, you've got your um, Hellman's mayonnaise and your um, Heinz ketchup and, you know, whatever, you know, (laughs) a lot of American brands, Dutch brands too, but. 
Um, so if you do want to go grocery shopping, if you're staying at a hotel and if you just want to get your snacks and things for your hotel, um, there's plenty of um, grocery stores that you can stop and get that. So, cool. yeah. So talk, well, it sounds can you like tell you us had about lots of good food. Yeah, it was a lot of good food. So you put on on your activities um, that you rented jeeps specifically to go to the national parks. What was mm -hmm. that like? Okay, yeah. So that was one of our big things this time. Is um, we had as many times I'd been there, I'd mostly stayed on side of the island with the calm beaches and the hotels. And so this time we really wanted to go explore new parts of the island. Um, there is a national park. It's the Aracoc National Park in Aruba. And parts of it are only accessible if you have a four-wheel drive. Um, so we rented Jeeps one day. And, and I'll say we debated. We went back and forth because you, you can take some tours that can take you into that park. But um, there are very few. And to get to one particular part of the park, you had to have a four-wheel drive. So um, we did, and we picked them up in the morning and then spent the day in them. Um, we didn't have to return them till the next day. You had them for 24 hours. And um, we kind of plotted out the way we wanted to go. And so we headed out to the national park. And in the national park, you could do hiking there. Um, you pay a small fee, first of all, to get into the park. And it has a visitor center with... Um, uh, snack bar and drink. So if you need that, but I would highly recommend bring some water with you. But um, we saw people hiking. Um, there are fabulous views um, because you are kind of going up in a, to a little bit higher elevation. The island itself is not is pretty flat, but um, you could see out over the rugged coastline. Um, but the thing I really wanted to do, and um, somehow I talked nine other people into doing it with me, was to go to the natural, um, the natural pool. I felt uh, I was channeling my Sandy there, getting, getting other people. To and I'm like, me. this sounds so cool. <laughs> um, so the natural pool is is just that. It's is this um, it's this area within the coastline where. Um, there's a little pool that the rocks, um, you know, they're surrounded by rocks. So as the waves come in, it fills it with water. Mm -hmm. So get a, we get there and um, you walk, um, there's a little parking area and you walk down to where, several steps, by the way. So if, if you have some mobility issues, uh, this may not be be the place for you to go because you do have to walk down several steps to get there. But once we got there, there were a couple of gentlemen who worked for the park service and they kind of led us to um, like guided you. They didn't, you know, hold your hand or anything, but they, they guided you to get into the water. They're like, if you want to get in, um, here's a little path they recommend. And then they'll even tell you like, now sit here and then like jump in. So they were very, <laughs> they were very helpful. We could never have done this with, without them being there. Um, so we were able to get in. Um, and then um, a couple of things that were funny is that one of the gentlemen was uh, that was with us was trying to record everything. Well, in the process of jumping into the water 
Right away, his wedding ring came off his finger and fell to the bottom of the pool. And so he was like, oh, my God. Oh Did my he God. see it? Or, I mean- uh, well, he didn't move from the spot. So we just told the guy who was there working, we're like, oh, you were like, he just dropped his wedding ring and the guy's like no problem and like put on his snorkel gear and he dove right down and he found it and he gave it to him i know it was amazing we did tip him very well and gave him (laughs) the gentleman who lost the wedding ring gave him a little reward for for finding it for him but um but it was i mean it was an amazing experience but a little scary because you're not you know there are no lifeguards. You're not like at a pool. I mean, you're in nature and there's like waves crashing over your head from behind the rocks over. So every <laughs> once in a while you get like this huge splash of water. Um, and then the guy showed us how to get, there was like another level of pool. It was a much smaller pool, but you had to climb up some rocks and you could go and um, get in this other pool. So we did that. And um, he stood up there with us and then showed us how to then get out of it. Because then when you came back down, you had to like stand and jump. Except for my sister who was with me, she she sat. She was like, I can't jump. I can't jump. (laughs) But the reason she didn't want to jump was he had told us this. He's like, he would kind of tell us like, now's a good time to jump. Because you still have the waves coming in and out. And so when my brother-in-law jumped, he jumped as the waves were going out and it did pull him like out a bit, not totally out. He grabbed onto a rock and he was fine, but then it scared her. And so she only, (laughs) she would only sit and then like slid back into the water. But a couple people dove head first, you know, did a dive in and some of us just jumped back in. I I think this is more adventurous than me, (laughs) Stacey. (laughs) I I have this reputation, but I think you're the one. (laughs) (laughs) I, I mean, it was something I've been wanting to do. And so I'm so glad. Now, I'm not going to lie. We came out of there. I, I didn't have any problem. I mean, I didn't have bruises or cuts, but several people came out with like their fingers cut up because they were grabbing onto rocks. Yeah. And then one guy with us, um, his thought, his um, shin got scraped up pretty bad by a, um, by a rock. Uh, so he was bleeding a little bit, but he was fine. <laughs> I mean, sharks don't, don't eat much. <laughs> Uh, but everybody, I mean, everybody went in the water, got, you know, got in. And when we got out, everyone said it was worth it. They were so glad that well, we did. Good. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not an experience you're going to get anywhere, uh, you know, just anywhere. And, um, you know. Well, that's good was- that they had guides like park ranger people there. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was, that was like one of the, the big, again, um, like highlights of the trip was, um, was that also, um, then we spent the rest of the day. We, um, we visited the caves that are in the park. There's actually two sets of caves. So we went to one set and, um, it's all included in your admission that we paid, but we did a little tour. There was a um, park ranger and he gave us a little tour of the, of the cave. You couldn't go very far deep into the caves, but we got to see the, um, their like native 
the native people of the island left um, rock paintings on the rocks inside these caves. And so we got to see that. And so that was really interesting. Um, and then we came out of the cave and he directed us down a little path where there was a stream because it happens to be the um, in this area of the island is some of the only fresh water on the island. So there's this little stream that cuts across the property there. And he um, he said, oh, now you get to go have your pedicures. And so we took our shoes off. And if you stuck your feet in the water, there's these little fish that would come and nibble at your feet. <laughs> oh, free pedicure. I that did was- that in Mexico, but it wasn't, um, I mean, it was like a, like a, like a like a salon pit. yeah it wasn't i wouldn't call it a salon but yeah it was like they had like a bowl that you put your feet in it wasn't like out in nature, nature. yeah <laughs> so it was kind of it was cool it was ticklish at first but um uh, a couple people kind of they in our group they wouldn't do it they're like mm, i'm not sticking my feet in there but it, it felt like a cat licking you if you've ever had a cat lick you and their tongue feels rough it felt mm-hmm. like that like um when they would like go to um, like nibble on your feet. So we, we nice. did that. And then um, when we left the park, we went to visit um, this other, uh, like it's a public park, free, totally free. You didn't have to pay extra to go here. But there were, um, it's called the AO Rock Formation. And again, for a flat um a flat island, these big, huge rocks were um, like, um, you know, kind of stuck out, like you, you notice them because they're tall. So these big monolithic rocks, um, evidently the native people of the island considered it kind of a sacred place because it was, the terrain was so different. So um, you could climb on the rocks. There were picnic tables. Um, there were signs about the area Um and there were also another area that had the same um, drawings from the native people there. Um, so it's definitely um, an interesting place. Um, I thought it would be fun to take a family there. If you just, you know, had kids that had a lot of energy, you just didn't want another beach day because they could climb and run and um, it had beautiful landscaping, like natural, a lot of cactus and Aruba, of course. So um, then we ended up going to the natural bridge. And if you don't know what that is, is there are a few areas that have like a a land bridge that goes across the water. Um, And at one time, I believe you could walk across them, but then one fell. And so they do have them, um, you, you know, cordoned off. So you can't walk over them anymore, but you can go and look at them. Um, Again, they have a snack shop a snack booth, uh, drinks, and a souvenir shop. So it's a little touristy. But then just not far from there is the remains of um, the gold mill that um, used to be in Aruba. Uh, It's kind of in shambles now, but I guess at one time they would um, mill gold that – in the area, which was kind of interesting. I haven't done a whole lot of reading about it, but um, I had seen that you could visit there. Um, and then we saw horseback riders there, something we didn't plan to do. And, um, no, no one in our group were interested in doing horseback riding, but if you have, um, you know, if that's something you enjoy doing, you can do some horseback riding in that area. Okay. Um, yeah. 
so that was like that one day we just like set out and then um, the Jeeps and it worked out really well. So that was probably one of the most memorable days we had. Yeah, that sounds fun. Cool. cool. Any other last minute tips for our Aruba listeners? Yes. I'd say one last thing I would highly recommend you go do. And again, if you have a rental car, this would be um, a suggestion to visit San Nicolas and their amazing murals. This little town had an art festival, an art fair back in 2016, and they invited artists from around the world and local artists to come. But one of the things they did was paint murals all over the town. I mean, I'm not talking about like one or two or three. I mean, you're walking down the street and every building has these huge murals on them. Um, we did not do a tour and I wish we would have. So next time I go back and I will, because I love Aruba, I will schedule a guided tour of these murals because evidently we missed a whole lot because um, I think you can do like 3D glasses, like some of the murals you can interact with, which we didn't know. Um, uh, so I would definitely do that. So that would be my tip is if, if you can to, um, do the tour in Saint Nic San Nicholas of the murals. Um, and then you can also, it's on the way to Baby Beach. So if you know want to make a whole day out of it, you could stop there and then continue on, go to Baby Beach for the day. Um, even if you just rented a car for one day, you could do that for the day. I would recommend it. Cool. All right, great. Okay, that's our show for this week. Thanks for hanging out with us. Please like our Facebook page, rate us, and be sure to tell your friends about us. You can find our previous episodes on the podcast page of outlandertravel.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, once again, thanks, Stacy, for being here and sharing her trip with us. Yay, thank you for Ooh. inviting me. And on behalf of Donna and Sandy and myself, George, thanks for joining us this week. Gotta fly. Gotta fly.